All right, everybody, this is Ron LeGrand. Let's go ahead and get started. We just may be 30 seconds early, but that's okay. We got a lot to cover tonight. If you um, do not have a pencil and paper to write on, you might want to do it, because when I start firing out these numbers for these properties, for these folks, you're going to probably have to write down the numbers to keep up. We've got 10 property information sheets tonight to discuss. And in fact, in that light, if you're one of these folks, you might want to hit star zero and get a hold of Rashawn so she can put you in the queue. I have leads here from Matt Michelson, from David Head, from Michael Ilon, and from Al from Aurora. I've got um, those four folks need to get in the queue so I can talk to you as your time comes up and I'll go over your leads with you and for the rest of the group can hear how we process these things. Before I get started on that, I uh, will go over my my uh, what's going on with Ron list here. But actually there's two folks, <clears throat> two kinds of folks listening here tonight. There are Gold Club members and there are non-Gold Club members. If you are listening as a non-Gold Club member, then you won't be able to participate in the conversations and or get in the queue with the operator. You're in under a different code. If you are a non-member, please go to ronsgoldclub.com and join. It's only $59 a month for the, an enormous pile of benefits, including the website with all of my forms and agreements and hundreds of hours worth of training right on the uh, membership site which you'll get a code to when you join. For $59 a month, best bargain in the business. If you are a Gold Club member, then, of course, you've um, got a different moderator code, so you are participating in the questions and answers tonight. If you have a question, you do not have to have a property information sheet here to, have, to answer questions or get questions answered. Uh, you hit star zero, and you'll get a hold of Rashawn. Now, only hit star zero once. If you hit it twice, you've taken yourself out of the queue, so if you do that, you've got to hit it a third time to get back in the queue. Now, Rashawn may not come on instantly. She's probably talking to someone. Even when I ask her who's next, we're going to have some, some delays. Um, she can only talk to one person at a time. Um, I've got uh, ten sheets here that I'm going to go over, as I said. And before I get to those, uh, make yourself a note that starting on December the 16th, we are going to be delivering to you a series of seven videos that will take the rest of the month to get to you. I don't know, every other day or every third day or so. We're taking, we're taking videos directly from the new course that I just uh, created called uh, the Pretty House Terms Cash Flow System. We recorded that here in Jacksonville a couple of weeks ago, and we are getting that course ready to uh, launch on uh, January 6th. And that course will replace the current green pretty house cash flow system and the purple control without ownership system by combining those two into one. It's going to be a really dynamic course. And it's going to be on audio and video, and I'm adding some other things into it as well, like I'm currently creating a, um, a CD where I'm calling sellers. So you're probably going to get well over 20 calls that I've made to sellers, and you get to hear me in, one, in those rare occasions where you get to hear me talking to sellers. So... You'll see how much stuff I put up with, which <laughs> won't be much. Um, that thing is going to launch on January the 6th. Um, you, so make note right now that on January the 6th, you want to set aside that evening for a webinar that I'm going to do. I'm going to do a training session directly taken from the terms class, 
and it's going to be a good one. Then I got some giveaways on that thing, and uh, don't know how long it's going to be. To be honest with you, I'm sure it's going to take at least a couple hours, and that would be the night of January 6th. If you want to make a note, that's going to start at seven o'clock Eastern Standard Time. So get that in your book right now. There's no charge for it, and um, I will be offering the new course at the end of that uh, online training. But there's seven videos coming to you. There's nothing sold on these videos. They're content videos. They're actually lessons extracted from that course. Plus, I'm going to send you some uh, um, actual calls that I've made as well as one of these videos. And you're also going to see some deal structuring that we did in that class where we actually took live leads from sellers and structured the deals on them. And the student who brought them knew exactly what to do when they left with them. So all that said, I'll tell you a little bit about where... Well, on those seven videos, you'll get an email. Just keep on the lookout for it. In fact, the first one will go out on the 11th. All you got to do is opt in, and then they'll start coming to you as they are uh, developed. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, I'm going to be, where am I going to be this month? Actually, I start the quick start school here in Jacksonville on Wednesday. So that's what certainly where I'll be for that four days. And then in January... I'm going to be in L.A. on the 10th, if you happen to be listening from that area. Get a hold of our office, because I'm doing an all-day seminar out there on the 10th. Uh, very inexpensive. And I will also be uh, in New Orleans on the 15th for their uh, evening meeting, the New Orleans RIA. And I'll be doing an all-day event for them on the 17th. And then I'm moving down to Tampa on for an all-day event on the 24th. So if you're not aware of these... Uh, let us know, and we'll give you the facts on how to register for them. If you are a Quick Start Bootcamp graduate, our very first alumni event is on January the 22nd and the 23rd. It is free. All you got to do is get a hold of our office to register for that thing, and you may bring a guest at absolutely no charge, and that's for graduates only. That's a two-day follow-up event where we all get together and fix issues and celebrate successes and have a really good, uh, powerful two days. Then on the uh, last day, week of January, on the 28th through the 31st, I'll be in L.A. doing another quick start event out there. So keeping me pretty busy here for the next month or so, and I think that's enough to, uh, as far enough ahead for that. All right. When I'm done tonight with my part, then I'm going to open it up for questions, but remember you have to get into the queue in order to uh, ask a question. I cannot open this line up. It is absolutely chaotic on the racket, on the noise. You couldn't stand it if I did open it up. Those who were on early, we found that out early. Um, so um, hold on just one second, and I'm going to get going. All right. So, Rashawn, do I have any one of our guests in the queue so far? Okay. Our first question's coming from David. David, please go ahead. David who? Hey. Is it David hey, Head? Yeah. Oh, okay. How are you, sir? Doing lovely, sir. All right. Uh, are you on a speakerphone? Uh, yes, I am. Would you pick that up, please? Sure. You sound like you're in a tunnel. Okay, how's that? That's perfect. All right. Okay. Wow, you got several property information sheets here. So, guys, as we go through these tonight now, I'm going to call out the numbers. You might want to write these down, or you're most certainly going to get lost in the conversation, I don't want that to happen. Dave, I must disclose, happens to be one of my PPG Plus members, which means he and I are partners on um, uh, luxury homes. 
he is in Nashville, Tennessee, and um, we're working deals now, and we split the deals. And if you, uh, well, he's also, you know, graduate of all of our, our programs and masters and so forth. So if you are interested in um, PPG Plus, you could go to prosperitypartners.net, prosperitypartners.net, and you can see what that's all about. In the meantime, David, is this first one here? Got $995,000 house. Is that the one we discussed uh, yesterday? No, sir. These are different ones. We didn't discuss this. I, oh. I got the contract on the one yesterday. But... You got a contract. Okay. Why don't you tell the group about that one first? Well, um, it's a, a home in a, a fancy area called the Governor's Club here in Nashville. It's, uh, it's like Beverly Hills of L.A., um, and uh, they got houses anywhere from um, seven fifty up to about twenty million. I think is the most expensive one. Wow! And and the one that uh, the one that I've gotten the contract on yesterday, I only got a fourteen day contract on it because I had a uh, a cash buyer in town from L.A. that wanted to look at some of these million dollar houses, and I happened to have two under contract. So um, I went out and got a short term contract. The, the man wants all cash, but you know, once you get the contract, uh, you just see what happens uh, when the offer comes in. Well, I think anyway, I, probably um, stretch that out here just to hear. You talk yeah. to him about terms, and yeah, he I is talked to him about amenable terms. to terms. But since you already had an all-cash buyer on the hook, we thought we'd crack that nut first. Yes, and, and um, um, he, so you, he, uh, he wanted he wanted. Uh, um, a million one fifty, and um, he said he'd sell it to me for a million one, and so um, I have it out at a million one ninety nine. So because uh, I said we need to make a hundred grand on this house, that's what why. That, right? That's correct. You said we ought to make a hundred thousand dollars on it, and, um, and, uh, and and because you think it's really worth a million too. Yes, well, I mean, it's the it's the area, and yeah. I mean the uh, it's a beautiful house. It, it's eight years old, but nobody's ever lived in it. It's all updated. Brain, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. About so, hundred square feet. So, did you get your buyer in it yet? Not yet. Um, he had to go out of town evidently this morning or something, so I couldn't get him out there. But he'll be back. He told me he'll be back in ten days to fourteen days. So, you know, I'll get him back in there before long. Okay. Plus, so I'll get, I got goal, some other people will help me get in there. Your whole goal is to get him in there, and then, of course, if he wants it, get him under contract, and then you can, of course, always go back and extend the seller's contract once we know we got a buyer, right? Absolutely. Plus, Ron, I've got a deal where I'm able to get these things on the MLS as well, and um, um, I've told the uh, uh, realtors that have been calling me about a couple of the houses I've got that, yeah, I'll give them 2.5%. Um, you know, if they bring me a cash buyer. And um, so that's that will be helpful. Um, and, well, uh, you can't do that on this one, though. There won't be anything left for us. Well, um, on, uh, on... Well, there will, too. That, there, there will be. There will be about $70,000 left. Well, no, there will be more than that, Dave, because we're going to go back and renegotiate the seller down. Right, yeah. You believe, you so believe me, we're, we're going to turn away a bird in the bush or a bird in the right. hand. And, yeah. Yeah. That's right, and it'll still bring us in probably a hundred thousand if we get the cash buyer there. Okay, 
Uh, just so, so you guys know, Dave and, I, Dave and I and all my members have a deal. We ain't talking about anything with less than $100,000 net in it to us. And I might point out that there's absolutely no risk. Just for the sake of the class here, Dave, how much of a deposit did you give the seller yesterday? 100 bucks. 100 bucks. So you are at risk. I, I beg your pardon. We are at $100. I don't know if I can, I don't know if I can afford it. He said he was going to give it back. He said, don't give me that. I said, yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, let's get on to this other one you got here on uh, Devons. Uh, okay, now this one. Go ahead. This one's interesting um, because it's vacant right now. Uh, he wants nine hundred ninety-five thousand for it. Uh-huh. Uh, the house is free and clear. Yes. And um, so uh, I'm excited to talk to him, but I wanted to send this one in. This this seems like a you know a, a great deal to talk about. Sixty-five hundred yep. square feet, five point five. It's five bedrooms, five point five bathrooms. Um, but the nicest thing uh, is he said yes to owner financing. Yeah, he, okay. he'll he'll consider owner financing. He didn't want to do a lease purchase, but owner financing sounded good to him. And did you talk to him about down payment and monthly payment? I haven't talked to him at all yet. Okay, well then um, you know what to do. You got to do next. Yep, I got to get on the phone talk to you. Follow my script and get and for the rest of you listening. Next move for Dave is we got to call the guy. Confirm he will do owner financing. See if we can get uh, how low we can get his down payment. You know the chances of getting a million dollar house with a zero down payment are not very good. But Dave still needs to ask the question. May I assume you'll sell with nothing down? Followed by, well, what's the least you could take when he says no? And then what's the least you could take per month? And then um, you know how long a term can you give me? So with that said, when we get those numbers, it's, it's just time to go out there and get a contract. It's a done deal. We just <laughs> yeah. with the contract. Right. And then we're going to put it under contract for 90 days. When I say term, I mean balloon on the back end. Right. Yeah, but we're going to get at least 90 days on the contract to go find our buyer. Then we extend it if we haven't found one. But we'll find a buyer, uh, in, especially in that hot hot area, if we have 90 days with owner financing. So. Uh, what, what do you you don't have any comps on here? What do you think it's worth? Yeah, it's uh, well Zillow says it's uh, nine twenty. Yeah, but you know better than trusting that. You, did you do actually do any comps at all? You're just looking at that Zestimate. I'm looking at the Zillow right now. I've got I've got a, a friend that's in a, a, a what do you call these people that sell houses? Real estate agents, and um, yeah. so she she run comps for me on on different houses when I ask her. So I haven't asked her on this one yet. But um, uh, we'll find out. Well, you probably should have comps in your hand when you go out to the house. Yeah, I will. Yeah, I will. Yeah. Okay. Once he, if, if he gives you a down payment and a monthly payment, you're there, man. Now the only thing left to do is take some ammunition to the house to show him, listen, I don't know where you got your price, but we've got to get it down at least some. Yeah. And for, for you listeners, let's suppose Dave finds out it's only worth nine We'll get the guy to come down to about nine and a quarter at the very minimum. But we're still going to put it on the market for about $100,000 more than that simply because we can offer it with terms. When we can offer a million-dollar house with terms, the buyers are easier to find, way more abundant, and we name whatever price we want to name. It's not going to stop them from buying it because Dave's going to get two or three or four or five years before the balloon is due. And, in fact, for the property's going to go up that much in value even if they do pay a little more than it's worth right now. But the real facts are, if I send five appraisers to this house, I'd get five different answers. could easily be a couple hundred thousand dollars apart anyway. So it's worth what we say it's worth. But I do want to still want to know um, what the comps are. All right. Well, you know what to do with that one. Follow up and get an appointment. If you need me, I'll 
get on the phone with this guy, Dave. But All right, sir. I want you to call and make and get the answers to those questions first. Okay. All right, and you got next one you got on Kettering, uh, seven hundred thousand asking, seven hundred thousand value according to the seller, free and clear, I assume. Uh, yes, sir. You didn't note. Uh, yeah, you do. You got free and clear, okay. And he said yes to owner financing. Yes, sir. And it's a forty-seven hundred square foot house. Right. But he's Brazilian and hard to understand, huh? Well, um, I think they all understand money, so I don't mind visiting with them about money. Right. But, okay, well, same thing. You've got to get on there and get those main questions asked to see if you want to take time to go visit the house. You know that. Sure. All right. Okay. So Zillow, again, Zillow says it's worth uh, 732.5, and he's asking 700, so that's good. You know, we'll see. Yep. Okay, well, that means. And he's, the, reason he's, the reason he's selling it, Ron, is I don't know if you know this, he's relocating, so he needs to, he's leaving the country in May. Perfect. So, um, we're gonna, so we can you know, buy we're gonna it now. To get something working for it. We can yeah. buy it now with owner financing for about six fifty, with maybe fifteen twenty thousand dollars down. Make no payments until at least ninety days after he's vacated the property. See how important that is to him. He's got the house sold, and ninety days after he's out, now he starts getting a monthly payment, so he can relax and move whenever he's ready. And I'll bet you if he gets the house sold, he'd probably move before May. It means we can't do anything with it till May, but we can we can go ahead and buy it and still not have to make a payment until he gets out of it. Okay. It? That yeah. was my plan for that one. How many buyers is he going to get that you're, that's going to tell him, well, relax, don't worry about it, move out whenever you feel like it? <laughs> just us. That just us. There you okay. go. All right, your next one is on Waterview. Six hundred and fifty-nine thousand asking, seven twenty-five value according to the seller. Yeah, but he according owes to him. ninety and a payment of nine hundred dollars a month, and it is PITI. You must have some cheap taxes there, don't you? Well, I, I don't know. For ninety thousand dollars, that you know, it's a, a ninety thousand uh, dollar mortgage. Nine hundred a month is, you know, that's decent. Um, but I, I don't know. He says it's P-I-T-I. I mean, that's what the lead says. But, you know, until I talk to him and find out for sure, you know, he I said don't yes know. That he would that's, the it. that's what the lead says. He says, yes, he'll, uh, he'll okay. at least purchase. But so you haven't talked purchase. to him yet either, huh? I haven't talked to any of these guys. These are all new leads for me. All right. Okay. Well, you know, then they're all the same. <laughs> okay. In this case, uh, he said he'd at least purchase. If I were you, I'd try to convert him to owner financing. Here's the way I do it for the sake of our listeners. I, uh, In fact, I did it three times a day. I said, listen, um, I can either lease purchase it or I can uh, buy it with owner financing. Would you rather lease it or would you rather sell it? And almost always they say I'd rather sell it. So if they'd rather sell it, then I want to buy it with owner financing. And then um, that leaves one of two things that are going to happen. In fact, I had this conversation with a feller today. He thought he wanted 25% down. By the time I got through with him, we got him down to 12.5% down. And then, uh, and this was on a, um, oh, I forgot to value the house, but by the time I got off the phone, I point blank told him, I says, if you want, uh, well, it was 30 grand, whatever that price is. He wants 30 grand down. I said, if you want 30 grand down, I'm not going to buy it, uh, but I'll uh, 
go ahead and find a buyer and plug them in. If you want me to buy it, you've got to get that down payment a lot lower, but let's talk about that when I get there. I promise you when I get to that house, i got an appointment um, uh, sometime in the next few days. I forgot when I was even going. Oh, I know my appointment is next Monday. By the time I get to that house, uh, and I'm going to get him down to four or 5000 bucks down and, and buy that house because he'd rather, I point blank ask him, would you rather I go ahead and buy it or wait till I plug a buyer in? He says, no, I want you to go ahead and buy it. So that's the rub. If he wants me to buy it, then he's got to get off that down payment. And, guys, I know some of you are listening to this are new, um, but I, I'll tell you, as I explained to you in my terms course uh, coming up here next month, uh, I point blank tell them, look, I can either buy it myself or I can put somebody else in there. Uh, all I need is a contract with terms on it. And if you want me to buy it, then I get paid from the difference between what I collect down and what i got to give you down. So the less I can get you to take, the better I'm going to like this transaction. I have no problem whatsoever telling. You know what? They all understand it, don't they, Dave? Yes, sir. They all, they all get it. They, have, they they clearly get it. And then I they want to sell that with, property. Yeah. If they don't want to sell the property, you don't even want to be out there talking to them. Nope. And I don't very long. I follow that up with, listen, whatever I get, uh, I generally raise the price to cover it, so it costs you nothing. And, guys, if I were you, I'd write that down. Those are very important words. My compensation comes from the buyer, and I generally raise the price of the house to cover it. It costs you nothing. You get full price for the property with no real estate commission. And all of that is true. All right, back to this one then. Uh, you got to, I said they'd do yes on lease purchase, so you just got to get on the phone and ask them, uh, you know, what uh, what kind of a monthly payment they want, because I'm sure he ain't going to let you get away with $900 on a $700,000 house, but hey, you never know. All right, follow up on that one. Keep me abreast on it. Okay, your next one is uh, Aurora in Brentwood. 600000 but he owes 450 and he will lease purchase. And he's got a payment of $2,700. 3,600 square foot, five bedroom, four and a half bath, still occupied. And the um, seller is very direct. So you're very direct. So see how you guys get along. All right. And your last one is on Hidden Valley, and it's a $795,000 house. Well, you're dealing with the right price houses, sir. You're dealing in the price Isn't ranges. Isn't that what you told me to do? I did. You're dealing in the okay. price ranges that I think are relatively easy to sell, that many people can afford, uh, and where we have a pretty good abundant supply of them, and also where people who want to qualify for a loan right now need 20% down because they're above FHA limit thus limiting the number of buyers who can qualify, thus opening the marketing up to us who deal in terms, because I'm constantly telling sellers, I'm a terms buyer. My job is to buy from you with terms so that I can resell with terms in an effort to get you cashed out within the next few years. And that's exactly how I get into the conversation about terms. This one says the seller was friendly and polite, and wants to talk to you. So, all right, well, you got your follow-up to do. I'm going to set these aside, and I expect to get uh, the results from you out of all of these here in the next few days as you work them. you got a lot of money sitting right here, man. Uh, that's my plan. In fact, how many leads you got here? One, two, three, four, five, five leads. You've got at least one, probably two deals out of this pile of five leads. So go make us some money. 
All right. <laughs> All right. Okay. Any questions? <laughs> you got to go fishing again, huh? Yeah, right. <laughs> okay. Well, somebody else has surely got some leads there. Well, they do. We're waiting on you to get off so Rashawn can bring them on. I'm sorry I was taking Don't up get so off much. my telephone. All right. All right. See you. Rashawn, who's next? Okay, next on the line we have Chuck. Chuck, please go ahead. Chuck, where are you from and what can I do for you? I am from San Jose, and it is a pleasure to speak with you. Um, okay. I've got a couple of questions for you. Um, when we do seller finance, mm-hmm. does uh, the Dodd-Frank garbage back there hurt or hinder us in any way? Well, uh, it doesn't hurt you. That's for sure. All you got to do is make sure you stay exempt. And to stay exempt, all you got to do is make sure you don't do more than three of them in any one entity per year. Okay. okay. And your seller's exempt from Dodd Frank anyway, so don't worry about that. And it would only apply to you if you're selling houses with owner financing, which you may be. Uh, uh-huh. But to forget all the stuff you've heard about it. Just make sure you understand what exempt means. Okay, three per entity. Yeah. Now that's per year? Per year. Okay. Uh, another question, what is the verbiage to get the seller to release the property so I can split it? I've got one deal that's maybe 67 acres. 67? Yes, sir. In San Jose? No, no, oh, absolutely not. Oh. No, no, this is in Louisiana. Oh, okay, well, that's different. That's yeah. about like quarter acre in San Jose, ain't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Probably ain't too far off, am I? <laughs> no, you're not. Because <laughs> your your median priced house up there is seven hundred forty four thousand. Last time I checked. Yep, yep, absolutely. That's why I'm not doing things in San Jose just yet until I until I can not screw up the deal in in Louisiana. Okay. So what's the question? How do you split property? Uh, yeah. How do I how do I talk to the seller? All right, well, first of all, is this a piece of property with one house on it? It is. All right. And is the seller carrying back a mortgage? There is a mortgage on the property. All right, but how are you buying the house or or buying the property? Um, She is willing to talk to me about lease purchase. A lease purchase? Yes. What's the purchase price? Uh, Let me get that information. It is. I think it was three ninety nine. Okay, and um, what kind of a piece of a land would have to be under the house to make it sellable? Five acres, or less? Uh, I'm thinking it's less. Okay. Well, you need to. Um, you got to very carefully structure that offer, so that if you were to sell the house and some other and some piece of land underneath it to somebody for uh-huh. cash. Do you do you have any idea what the house and two or three acres under it would be worth? I do not. Well, you, you certainly need to find out, and that's nothing more than comps. Okay. That's an easy comp if you take all that land out of the way. Yeah. Give me a best guess. I'm thinking somewhere around a hundred and a half maybe. Okay. You see, if you buy the whole property mm-hmm. and you don't put language in your uh, note 
that says she will she will release the house and uh, whatever land goes with it for 75% of its sales price, for example, then she's kind of got you and will and may be able to force you to pay off the entire 399 or whatever balance you owe her, even if you only get 150 200 out of the house. Okay. You will not be able to sell the house unless you get a release clause on the, on the uh, house. And if she's got the whole property mortgage, then you're going to have to go make a deal with the mortgage company as well if you don't pay them all off. But, um, you know, I this is probably not something we're going to fix on this call, I can tell you that. You probably should, if you're going to make her an offer, go ahead and get an offer made. See if you're going to get it accepted. And then just tell her, I'm going to need some kind of a release clause on it if I want to sell the house and the land off, but I'll have to see what uh, have to get with my attorney before I can give you that language. Okay, so then make a deal first. Yeah. And then slide in this yeah. release clause. Yeah. See if you can get a deal, and then just tell her we're going to have to have a release clause for selling partial parts of, parts of the land off, and she'll okay. understand that. Yeah. Okay. Get it back okay. to her later. You might want to sell part of the land off without selling the house and the um, the house and the, uh, whatever land is on it. Yeah. And that's probably depends on how much road frontage you got. That's the easiest thing to sell is road frontage land. Say oh, it's one acre tracks. Yeah. And, and it really ain't that hard to build a road. Huh? It really ain't that hard to build a road. Well, it ain't that hard, but it's expensive. It ain't that hard. All you do to build a road is write checks. <laughs> but That's it's true. Expensive. <laughs> it's expensive. <laughs> okay. But what I'm saying is I don't know how much road frontage is on the land. Uh-huh. But let's say there's 500 feet road frontage on the land. Okay. You could literally cut that up in 50-foot sections and sell off a piece at a time if there's road frontage without touching the land. Make sense? Okay, yeah, it does. It's yeah. called a land development. <laughs> and yeah. there's road frontage on it, it's probably legal for you to sell off those pieces. It's not if there's no road frontage on it, most likely, but... Um, Anytime you got a big track like that, you should always think split, 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 split. And then split. Yeah. Well, so okay. Go see what you can deal with, do with her on the overall terms. Find out okay. what she owes on it because that's important. That's very important. Yeah. And uh, get that information to me, and I'll see what I can do to help you figure out an offer to make on it. But I have to have, every, I have, to have all the facts, complete property yeah. information sheet, and it probably wouldn't hurt to uh, – send me a plat map that shows where the house is located on the 67 acres because that's also important. If she's dead center of it, that's going to make it harder than if she's over in one corner of it. I believe she's over in one corner uh, by the road. That's good. Yeah. Now, now we can have a surveyor draw a line around her house for two or three acres, and now you've got yeah. a parcel that can be sold off separately. And then split everything else. Yeah. Cool. All right. All right, fantastic. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Who's next? Rashawn? Okay, our next question comes from Matt. Matt, please go ahead. Matt. Okay, Matt Michelson? Yes, that's me. All right. Okay, Matt, let me take a look at your sheets here. You got two, right? Yep, that's right. Okay, and you are in Missouri. Uh, I'm physically in California, but working in Missouri. All right. Well, let's look at the one on College Street. Okay. They're asking 155. 
that's what the seller thinks it's worth. With a $1,000 payment and a $136,000 loan, uh, which means they should have been asked, will they sell for what they owe? But it doesn't look like they were, does it? Uh, no, they were not asked if they could sell for what they owe. All right. Uh, in this case, though, all you've got here is a duplex. It's uh, actually um, four no, units. Four units. It's, four units. Yeah. Yeah. Two, so, one, so four, a, two, one bath. Two bedroom, one bath. Correct. Um. Well, Matt, I'm reasonably sure that you can probably get seller financing out of them, even though it says here that they aren't interested. I don't believe it. But my oh, biggest question to you is, is why do you want these things? Um, I'm just looking to see if, if I can get money out of it, either to assign it to somebody else or to hold on to it as a rental income for myself. Well, I can tell you that plan number two you might not like because it's only rent for $550 a month times four, and that's when it's fully occupied. And it's got a $2,200 a month maximum gross income with a $1,000 payment before we start paying all that other crap off and underneath and, and vacancies and maintenance and all of that. I, you're not going to like this property as a keeper. Okay. Um, one, I did a little bit of homework and probably should have included those numbers here. The guy's charging about $100 a month under um, market rents, so they, he could be charging about 650 a month. Um well, maybe, does. maybe, uh, but even if he is, do you really want to take on the hassles of managing a four unit with almost no cash flow in it and really no upside to it? I'm going to ask you again, why do you want it? Well, uh, if you put it that way, then I would just be getting it to uh, assign it to somebody else who would want to take that on. Okay, well, that you can always do, but I would I'll tell you the truth. The guy owes 136 on it with a $1,000 a month payment. If he don't want to sell it to me for what he owes, I wouldn't mess with it. Okay. And if and he wasn't asked that, so you might want to ask him. Uh, yep. Look, I'll pay all the closing costs and take over the debt. That's the best I can do. And if I were you, I'd leave that with him until he calls you back and says, okay, I'm ready. Then you go get a contract and do assign it to an investor and get what you can out of it, probably ten grand. Okay. That makes sense. And just let them close on it. Okay. All right, I got another one here on thirty fourth street. Asking eighty five thousand. You think it's only worth seventy? Says yes to owner financing. It's free and clear. But it's only now, 894 square feet. Yeah, it does have a partially finished basement, but it's not full, so it can't be considered um, it can't be considered square footage. Do you really want to sell a three-bedroom, bath and a half, 894 square foot house? Can you picture how small these bedrooms are? <laughs> They're very small. <laughs> yeah, I, I imagine my wife's closet is bigger than your bedrooms here. In fact, I know right. it is. Okay, so I uh, look I and on top of that the guy thinks he wants eighty five hundred dollars down. Right. On this hard to sell house. Mhm. Anytime you got eight hundred and ninety four square feet, you got a hard sale. Okay. Now there are exceptions to that. But this isn't one of them. This appears to be a single family house and it's extremely small. 
Guy wants a 10% down payment. He wants more than the property is worth. Uh, this is the kind of property that wouldn't even take up any of my time, if you want to know the truth, Matt. Okay. That's that's why I put it out here. I just want to know what Ron thought. You know, I know we got a lot of folks listening on this call and want to do their first deal and all, but golly, why don't we do our first deal on a deal worth doing? And I can tell you, when you de- when you get into houses down in the 60s, 70s, and 80s like this, uh, just how much money could you possibly make? And uh, then when you de- then you have an 894 square foot house on top of that, I I'd pass. I just totally forget it and move on to something nicer. Um, do you like do you like us talking about this house, or would you prefer we go back to these six, seven, eight hundred thousand dollar houses that Dave was talking about, where we net at least a hundred grand? Well, if I can find an area where that was happening, uh, like I said, I live here in California. Tried with the VA's help for about six months doing it here in California, where every house is that price, and just wasn't getting any traction at all. Well, then you better stop and ask yourself why you're not getting the traction and fix that, because I've got hundreds, if not thousands, of students doing it all over California. Maybe we need to get that answer, Matt. What am I doing wrong? Uh, the, The funny thing is I'm doing exactly the same thing in California that I've been doing in Kansas City, and I've been getting results there, but I haven't been getting in California. So yeah, but you not live sure. in California. You don't live in Kansas City. So let's, why don't we fix California? That sounds good. In fact, I'm coming out there. Where are you at in California? Northern California, San oh, Francisco Bay Area. I'm coming to L.A. next month. I'm not going north. That's a different state. <laughs> that's probably true. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly different weather, that's for sure. <laughs> Well, maybe you got to come see me. You know, uh, you right. know what? I am doing a boot camp there. Come and think about it in January, late January. Get back down, get down to Southern California, and come see me, and I'll help you fix what's broke there. Because it, and, and incidentally, when I do that boot camp, you just watch us pull deals out of that class right and left. All right. And and, so, and largely California deals. So, so maybe a quick question for you then. Yeah. Um, the the approach that we've been taking in California that hasn't been working here, that has been working in Kansas City. Um, we've been, uh, you know, having just as uh, you, as you mentioned in your courses, having um, having VAs call on FISBOs. And the biggest challenge we've had in Northern California, even taking into account the entire Bay Area, the greater Bay Area, including Sacramento, San Jose, um, San Francisco, I mean, the whole Bay Area, we are finding a big shortage of um, for sale by owner owners being advertised. Well, it's very few. Okay, so yellow letters and yellow letters just to just to whoever green. target you want, Matt. Okay. Uh, let me just tell you, whatever it is, whatever problem that you have that's stopping you from doing deals in California is a very, very minor problem to fix. It's mm-hmm. major to you because it isn't fixed. But, I, I, you know, I'm not there with you. I don't know what you're doing. But I tell you this, if you bring us a bunch of leads to this boot camp from Northern California, you watch us turn them into deals for you before you leave. Right. They're just people, sir. We didn't have any problem getting them when we were up there the last time. Sure. Wherever there are houses, okay. there are always people who need to sell houses. I don't care what market it is. I don't care how hot it is. There are always people who need to sell houses that can't sit around and wait for a realtor to get them cashed out. Fair enough. 
And if I wanted to do, you know, if I was going to do these terms business, which I do, I'd want to do them in a market like yours, mm-hmm. not a market like Louisiana. Okay. Fair enough. Know where the money is. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Have you been to you been to Quick Start Boot Camp yet? Uh, I have not. Oh uh, well, then I'll tell you what. Um, you don't have to sit around and wait. I mean, I, I mean, you just get all to my office because it's time, and that's very likely why you're not uh, making any headway up there. You you're missing some big gaping hole. I, I wish I could put my finger on it for you with what little bit I know, but I can't. But I promise you, I can if you get there. Okay. Sounds good. Then you can do deals in your backyard instead of going halfway across the country. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. Thanks, Ron. I hope to see you next month. All right. Rashawn, who is next? Okay. Our next question is coming from Mary Ann. Mary Ann, please go ahead. Mary Ann. You can text me because I'm. Okay. All right. Yeah. Mary Ann. Yes, it's me. Nunez. That's me from California. Another Californian. Yeah, but I'm the same Marianne from California. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so what can I do for you tonight? All right, I have about three questions. Two of them are easy. Um, Now, all the questions that I ask are going to be properties that I own, okay? Okay. All right. In the lease option, uh, when a tenant has something to trade in, like maybe a Harley or a boat, as part of the partial down payment for a lease option, do you get anything in paper from them showing that they work, that that they're even worth what? uh, Uh, Is somebody actually trying to trade you something? It's possible, yeah, he has a Harley or a boat and... He could use that as partial down payment. All right. Well, it ain't hard to find out if the Harley works. Just have him drive it somewhere where you can see it. You probably ought to have somebody there with you that knows anything about Harleys. But come on, you're getting it free anyway. What do you care? Uh, well, I wouldn't. Um, I wouldn't give him more than about half of what it's worth as trade-in value. Okay, half of what it's worth. All right. And, and, and if he if he wants to whine about that, well, says, why don't you go sell it and bring me the cash? I'd rather have that anyway. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay. I do want to have the cash. Well, yes, I do want to have the cash. Well, okay. And, uh, you, other, you know, yeah. uh, uh, any kind of a vehicle, you can always look up the value, so uh, you're not oh. just wild guessing. Okay. And as far as the boat's concerned, I don't know what to do about that. <laughs> How old of a boat is it? I, I haven't gotten that information yet, so. Well, uh, what you do is get all the facts you can about the boat. If he's serious about trading it, I wouldn't waste any time on it until he tells me I'm serious about trading it. Then I want to right. know what, what he thinks the uh, value of it is, and then you can take that information and uh, go on. Um, um, I'm sure there's a website for boats, but if not, you can ask any boat dealer what they'd give for it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sounds good. My other question is uh, if uh, one of the applicants, he has a, a wife that is a – stay-at-home wife, does she need to fill out the, the applicant information if she's not working? Absolutely. She does? Absolutely. Uh, and what is the reason for that? Because she's living in the house, and you're uh-huh. going to need both of them to sign. And if you had to evict them, you'd have to evict both of them, not just one of them. And you may uh-huh. have issues if you don't have them both on the lease. Plus, I want oh. them both to be personally liable for the lease. 
Ah, okay, that makes sense. Okay, now we're going to talk about a property I own in Oklahoma. Uh, the tenants are in the process of releasing. They have till January 31st. That's when their lease expires. So I thought, you know what, I'll send them a letter and offer them uh, owner finance or lease options, see if they're interested. Um, why don't you just pick up the phone and ask them if they'd be interested in buying if you made it easy. Owner financing now. Be careful. I, I don't know what the – where did you say this was, Oklahoma? Oklahoma, yeah. Uh, no. Well, that is a fast foreclosure state, as I recall, so that's a good thing. Yes, fact, it is. I think uh -huh. it's right up there with Texas. Yeah, I, I spoke with yeah. the property manager over there, well, and he said – Well, that, what that means is that, you know, I might take less of a down payment than I would in a state like Florida or some hard-to-get-back state. Um but still, okay. you, want, you don't want to offer them owner financing unless you can get a pretty decent down payment from them. And you usually want 20, 20%. Oh, I didn't say that, Marianne. Oh, okay. I, what? I, I didn't say that at all. Oh, well, then. I get you, all I can get. Remember, you are never to name the down payment. Right. Right. I understand. So if I give you a figure, can you come and give me an idea? Yeah. Uh, all right, so I. Uh, what do you need first? What do you want me to tell you? A down payment? Well, it, yeah, I, uh, yeah. what to kind of... Um, what price range house? It, uh, well, what I owe is 116.64. What price? The, what are you selling for? Uh, the comps that I found, the only two that I found was about uh, 163. Oh, okay, is that the highest one? That is the highest there are. Okay. A couple more, but so they don't selling, have the. So you're selling it for you're selling it with owner financing, right? Yeah, I want to okay. offer either one. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, the minimum I'd sell it for is one seventy nine nine. Okay. Now you want to know how how much to accept down, right? Yes. Well, let me yes. be the seller and you be the buyer. You ready? Okay. Marianne, uh, I can sell this to you with owner financing, which means that you don't have to go to the bank and qualify right away. Uh, if I were to do that, what's the most you could put down? Well, how much do you need? Uh, all I can get. What's the most you can put down? Well, uh, I, I need to get a little figure and uh, to know exactly. Marianne, you tell me what you got to work with, and I'll tell you if I can sell you the house or not. And please do not dance with me. I'm the bank here. I'm the only one you have to convince. How much can you put down? Oh, uh, probably about, yeah, um, uh, I'd say about five percent. Marianne, I'm going to ask you one more time, and it'll be the last time. What's the most you can put down if I sell you this property and eliminate banks? Okay, how about ten percent? Okay, when you come up with an answer, you call me back, and I'll let you know whether I can sell you the house or not. But if we can't get past me asking you a question and you give me a straight answer, I think the answer for now is no. That's a good one. <laughs> that's what I get a lot, so that's what I said. Okay. You've got to be stronger, girl. I it's know. You, it's you that's offering them a deal they ain't going to get anywhere else. You don't need to take any crap off of anybody. Get an answer or get out, because when you well, don't get an answer – they're dancing around, and they don't have anything to work with anyway. Now, if my payment PITI is seven eighty five forty, yep. Uh, how do I figure? You oh, know, Marianne, what's the most you could pay per month if I put you in this house? So it's the same thing, right? It's the same thing. Mm -hmm. Let okay. the market tell you. 
Okay, and then I decide. Now, if it, would it be a good idea to, because I don't have their phone number, I'd have to get it from the property management because there's a you, property manager. You've got somebody in your house and you don't even have their phone number? Well, I'd have to call my property management to get it from then them. Then call them. Yeah. So would it be better to write a letter and offer two options? Uh, Are you asking that? me what I would do? Mm-hmm. I'd pick up the phone and call them. So you would prefer to do that? Why do you, okay. you see what you're doing? You're dancing around the issue. Look, you've got to talk to them sooner or later anyway. Pick up the phone and call them. Okay. And be done in one phone call. You'll know exactly where you stand. All right. And on the phone, I could just say uh, uh, I could offer you a lease option or owner. Mary, uh, we're doing this again. I'm you. Mary Ann, uh, I'm the okay. owner of the property. I know you've been working with ABZ Management Company, but... Listen, I'm trying to decide where I want to go with this property, so I thought I'd mm -hmm. call and give you first right of refusal. Would you be interested in buying this property if I could uh, give you some terms and make it easy for you? Yes or no? Well, yes or no? Uh, yes. Okay. Um, I see you've been paying rent on it a while. The price on it is one seventy nine nine. If uh, I did sell it to you with owner financing, what's the most you could put down? I You're going to give me an answer, aren't you? Yes. Okay, okay. I'll give you. And right. what are they what are they paying for rent right now, Marianne? They are paying one two four five, but when they release it's gonna be one three oh five. Perfect. Just leave it alone. Oh, leave I, it at one three. If you if you can come up with the, the down payment we discussed, I'll give you an agreement to buy it with owner financing. Um and if they can't come up with it, Marianne, just keep lease purchasing it to them until they come up with a down payment. For example, let's say they got ten thousand and you want twenty. Well, I'll take your 10 as a non-refundable option deposit. As soon as you get another 10, I'll turn it into owner financing and actually sell you the house. Oh, that's a good idea. All right. So, well, i got to get somebody else on this phone call tonight here tonight. Okay. Thank All you right. very much. Okay. Rashawn, who's next? Okay. Our next question is coming from Sharon Lee. Sharon, Sharon Lee, Lee, please go ahead. Where are you from, Sharon? Hey, Minnesota. Wow. I bet it's cold up there today, isn't it? Oh, don't even talk to me about it. What I have to put a 50? heater by my pipe so that they won't freeze. What is it, 50, 60 <laughs> below? What is it up there? I don't even want to talk about it. I'm not going out of my house till spring. And that's because you can't, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> so I wanted to ask you about um, some of the stuff you were talking to, David, because I got a, uh, the last property I did and completed was 500000 So uh -huh. now I've found one for um, at the Minria meeting I went to. A guy uh -huh. wants to, he has a $750,000 home. So I have two questions. One is I understand that if you're going to sell for terms, you're going to make the money on the difference between what you sell it on terms for or what you buy it on terms for, well, right? The down payment is where your front-end money, but quite often you can make some money on the back-end and on the spread too. Right. So I got that if you're doing terms. But yeah. if you're if if they want to do it on a lease option, I'm still get I don't know why I get stuck, but I, I it's my mind grabs this. So if I want to make a hundred thousand on a seven hundred and fifty thousand dollar house, right? Um you, then you probably won't on a lease purchase because you're gonna be have a hard time getting that big of a, a non refundable option deposit. Uh, on a yes, but I, I, you might. You right. might. I'm not telling but you. If, won't. Right, but let's say I got sixty on it. I still okay. have to add it to the price 
uh, I still have to take my uh, non-refundable deposit and add it to the price and and uh, that I'm selling it to them for, so I therefore give them credit when they end up buying it. Yes? Yes, or, no, or go back and negotiate a lower price with your seller. Oh, but my paperwork has to uh, went all right. The stay in the middle until the end, and then when I'm going back, that's when I renegotiate. Uh, no, I would. Um, you got so many choices. What you're saying is, you got maybe fifty thousand dollars worth to work with, and somebody comes along with a hundred grand. Yeah. You want to go back and negotiate right then and there, because you can't take that hundred grand. And have actually and actually owe more on the house than they owe you. Are you going to get yourself in a pickle? Right. You understand? I mean, worst case, you'd have to take fifty and and uh, give the seller the other fifty, unless you just wanted to put that fifty aside and and uh, hope for the best. Hope hope the uh, hope they uh, had to move out of town or something and forfeit their hundred grand. <laughs> <laughs> I always like to look at the worst case scenario and then um, and then long for the good part. So so you but you still have to with whenever you do the lease if you I could buy it on terms and then um, lease purchase it to somebody. Yes. And I could make the spread in the end and make the spread in the monthly payment. Those are all possibilities. I yes. just never know what to do. If I don't buy it on terms, if I buy it on lease purchase, I'm kind of stuck. Well. It doesn't matter how much the house uh, – here, let me just finish then. It, it it doesn't matter how much money the house is worth above 500000 I I have to take whatever uh, a non-refundable option fee and actually put it into the price of the house and then reassign – if I want to get out, if there's not the spread, then reassign that deal back to the owner. And I don't know how to put in. I've I, well, one point I did put in a fifty, but I don't know how I would put in sixty or seventy. You uh, you're either going to have to give the difference to the owner if you're going to sign it back to them, or go back and negotiate their price down. And um, honestly, I would probably stay in it. When you get a big chunk like that, I wouldn't assign it back. So you want to stay in it because I there's would. no way you can add that to the price. I, well, not only that. I'm telling you, with that amount of money down, I'd want to stay in it to the end anyway, just uh, in case they did move out. I get to do it all over again. But right, but the case of that is going to be slim. Nobody's going to walk away from fifty, that's, sixty. That's not true. That's absolutely not true. You're giving way really? too much credit for the obvious. Really? You forget all the things that happen to people. Do people die? Yes, I did think of that. If they the, died, I'd be lucky. They, no, I wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> I, do I don't they, want to think that way, but it's true, right? Do they get sick? Right. Do they and get then divorced? They, right. Do right. they lose their jobs? Right. There's all kinds of weird things happen to folks. And the amount of money they have in the house is not going to affect their decision in this case one way or the other. So no, just please don't assume that people are going to do anything just because they got a bunch of money invested. So if this guy, I, and I spoke to him, but he didn't get a, the exact amount. I know he's been trying to sell it for seven fifty through well, realtors, but he hasn't been around. So he was really happy when I told him, hey, I can buy it. Let's talk about terms. And it was a party, so I said I'd call him tomorrow. You need to get him down considerably because seven fifty is probably top retail price, especially this right. time of the year up there. You ought right. to try to get, tell him you'll buy it with owner financing if he'll drop it to six fifty. 
assuming you think it's worth seven fifty. Right. And you should be doing your homework on this before you even have this conversation. Right. So I, I know it's going to be two calls because um, uh, be, I would make two calls anyway. And one is to get the information, then tell him I'm going to do the research, and then I call him back. All right. Well, let, let's let's pretend I'm him. I'm you calling him. Ready? I'm you. What's his name? Calling him. Okay. Good. Uh, his name is uh, Nick. Nick. I'll buy that property from you with owner financing, but you've got to get me a good deal on it, man, make it worth my while. What's the least you could take for it if we get the rest of the terms ironed out? Uh, well, I, I need to get the 750 for it, really, Ron. It's, well, uh, I need to get it for a while. I think it's really worth 800 Uh, I don't. That ain't what the comps show. Do you yeah, have any I don't comps? know. That's... Do you have any comps to support your 800 Well, the realtors have given me comps. Do you, can you give me some so I can, can be convinced? No, I can't right now. Well, well what's okay. the what's what's the most you'd pay? Well, I want to get it down as low as I can, and I got to have a spread in there. Got no reason to do it. Come on, we, we're both from the same real group. Well, I understand. So, what's the most you can pay me, Ron? The least I can get you to take. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like playing with girls. you, but I know that there's other people I'm waiting on this line, so I won't play with you as much as I would like. So, so uh, if so, let's say you told me I don't know if what. Let's say you said you wanted to buy it for six fifty, and you, Ron, do you really think that somebody would actually take it for six fifty, like to get it off their books? <laughs> you would be surprised. Yeah, you I guess I tell, would. You need to let him tell you what the least he would take. I, I, I talk to people all the time. A hundred thousand dollars on an eight hundred thousand dollar house is not that big of a deal, girl. Well, that's true, and especially since he, this is only one of all the deals he's got. It's high in the sky equity. Does that mean anything to him? And and uh, right. honestly, you think about it, tells with a realtor he's going to lose a great big chunk of that anyway. Right. All right. right. Well, so, so basically, I would do it. Let's say if I got him down to six fifty. Let's say there's no down payment because we he never mentioned that before. Yep. I I said to him, I do this all the time without any down payment. It's just normal. Yep. And he so he didn't say anything else about that. So hopefully that's gone. Well, so whatever price you can get him at, it's going to work okay because you're going to get at least fifty thousand dollars down when you put it back in the market anyway. I wouldn't worry about the price as much as I would the down. And so I then, get, if I get it for six fifty, and let's say it's a three-year term, yeah, five, and oh, a five-year term. Try to get five, because this is one you want to stay in. Right, and if I can convince him, he's uh, getting um, he's getting a cash flow from what he has. Well, I don't know if he is or not. We haven't talked about the payment, and I don't have any time left to do it right now. I got other. All right, so basically I still then – would I then do terms to somebody else would be the best way to do it? Of course. Right. You buy it with terms, you sell it for terms. Sell for terms. Yeah. Now, would that make me have to – I wouldn't have to pay any – there's no exchange of title. It's just terms, right? Yeah, there is. If you buy it with terms, there is. Well, that's a lot of money to, to pay, um, although it's low in Minnesota. I'm actually buying the house on terms. Oh, that's not a lot of money in Minnesota. I don't remember your uh, transfer tax being very much in Minnesota. No, it's not much. So I would be paying the transfer tax, and I'd have to put that into... Buy it. Right. Buy it in a land trust, no personal guarantee. And get off my phone. i got to get going here tonight. 
All right. Thanks, Ron. All right, Rashawn, who else you got? I still got some property information sheets here from Michael Eilon and from Al. Al is from Aurora. I don't know it, but I assume that's Aurora, Illinois, but I can't tell. And then I got some here from Michael Eilon. Michael, you got um, you got a pretty decent-looking deal here on C Street, $239,000 asking price. But it looks like it's worth way more than that. I mean, your your comp showed three thirty eight or three thirty nine. So boy, you, man, you don't better not lose this deal. This is a um, three bedroom, one bath, but it's in Massachusetts, so everything's worth more up there. And they said yes to lease purchase. So I'm hoping you're listening, Michael, because that's one you definitely want to follow up on and uh, lease purchase it for their asking price. Don't even try to get it down if there's really that much equity in it. It's like at least a hundred grand. And uh, Michael, the second one you sent in, you, I, I don't, I didn't get the bottom half of it. It's a $799,000 house, um, but I, I don't know anything more about it than that except it's got a $750,000 mortgage on it, which tells me it's very likely the buyer will sell it for what they owe, which is in a $4,000 a month PITI payment. So I could make a deal out of that one too, my friend. That looks like it's probably going to be an easy deal because they're probably looking for debt relief. So. Uh, when you got them financed that high, they're really rather easy to buy. Worst case, you give the guy a little bit of moving money. Uh, say 165 asking price. You think it's worth just about that? It's got about $1,100 payment, 126 loan. Yes, he'll lease purchase. However, it's a duplex and uh, or a townhouse. Uh, it looks like a duplex to me. Uh, it is vacant and it needs no repairs. And it's not listed, so looks like he's asking what it's worth, though. So it's if it's a lease purchase, he said. Well, uh, the more I read it, though, it says no on a lease purchase and no uh, on owner financing. So I don't know what you're going to do with that one now. That doesn't look like a good lead at all. It doesn't look like you have a very motivated seller there. And honestly, uh, it's a two-bedroom unit. I I don't know how excited I'd be about it anyway. So that's all I can tell by reading it. Rashawn, are you there? Okay, I'm here. Okay, we have Mike on the line. Mike, please go ahead. Okay, how many more have you got holding, Rashawn? Um, two more. All right, well, don't let anybody else in. I'll take those two, and then we'll be done for the night. Okay. All right, Michael, where are you from? Is this Michael Eilon? Yes, yes, Ron, how are you doing? Uh, okay. I'm here in Massachusetts. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, I'd like to review the one that you got cut off on your uh, sheet there. Yeah, okay, uh, 750 or 705. I'm sorry, 705 owed on it. Right. He's asking seven ninety nine. Right, and you'll notice that the payment are in arrears of sixty eight thousand dollars. No, I don't see that on mine. Yeah. Okay. okay so got, all right. So well, that's what that's what the situation is. The asking price is seven ninety nine. Seller's estimate is eight forty nine. First mortgage is seven oh five. In arrears of sixty eight thousand dollars. All right. Well, it's clear you're not going to write him a check for the sixty eight to bring it current. You could buy it as is, but mm, it's, uh, it's not a short sale candidate, I can tell you that. Not a very good one. Uh, if, in fact, it's worth eight fifty, dollars uh, about the only thing you're going to be able to do with it is put it under contract and see if you can get somebody to bring in, I don't know, maybe $100,000, $125,000 down, but you know that your payments have got to be brought current out of that. This is definitely a deal that I would not take any risk on, Michael. 
Right, so it's not too high on the tree, not low-hanging fruit, right? Well, it's probably, I'm not saying it's not worth doing. Just picture this. You put it under contract for 705 plus the back payments with terms. And he's got to sell it with terms or you're done. Right. Okay. So you could you could take over his debt uh, if you wanted to, subject to, if he didn't care. And, of course, he don't care anymore. His credit's already shot. What does he care? Right. I'd probably put it on the contract, subject to. And then I'd put it on the market for 850 with terms. Mm-hmm. And then find somebody with a big down payment. You know, somebody comes in with a hundred grand. Now, what the uh, the danger there is that I I now owe it, and I have I'm forced to be paying that that. You now owe what, Mike? What are you talking about? You don't owe a thing. No, if I take it subject to, don't I now control the deed, right? No, because you're not going to close on it till you find the buyer. I understand. Okay. And then when you so, find the buyer, you're probably going to sign the whole thing to them and pick up the check for the hundred grand, the sixty-eight. Uh, payments are brought current or whatever they are at that time. The bank's certainly going to take them. Okay. So, so you got nothing to lose, I'm, and that's exactly the way I want you to keep it. Okay. Here's what so, you do: uh, purchase, purchase and sale agreement for uh, seven hundred and seventy-three thousand dollars. Nope. Closing not at all. Six- nope. Your purchase and sale agreement is for seven hundred and five thousand plus the back due payments. Okay. Close now, in. And, and you're just going to tell the seller, I'm not going to close on it until I find the buyer that I can sell it to on terms and get enough money to bring your payments current. And okay. then they'll take over that debt until they get until sometime when they pay it off in the future. Right. So so the advertising there is a some I'm going to uh find a buyer who would take over the debt. Yep. Uh if I if, if I find a buyer who wants to pay the price, do they take over the debt? From me or or that's up to you. You're probably going to wind up wrapping it. Let's say you bought it for 705 plus the 68 or the 72 or the 76, whatever it is. When you find your buyer, right? Okay, they bring you 100 grand, which would be expected, frankly, on an 850 thousand dollar house. I'd go ahead and close on it simultaneously. I'd close on it for 850, then they'd owe me 750. I only owe out 705. Okay. That makes sense? It makes sense. Uh, we're newbies at this. We're coming to Quick Start uh, tomorrow. so. Uh, oh, well, well, then why are we having this conversation? Bring it to class with you. We'll talk about it there. Uh, okay. <laughs> <All> <laughs> I right. didn't know uh, that. Okay. Then, getting then, all the wrong time I can get, you know? Yeah, well, then let these other two folks get on the line here and bring these leads with you tomorrow. All right, Ron. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, Rashawn. Okay, our next question is coming from Sam. Sam, please go ahead. Where you at, Sam? Hi, I'm from Dallas, Texas. How you doing, Okay, uh, good. Good. Uh, well, very much I didn't I didn't catch you, like, uh, the beginning of the, uh, the class, the conversation, but I was looking on the uh, on the website. I couldn't find anything that says uh, a lease option in Texas. I could then find any. I don't like have lease option. Do I don't have Texas lease option agreements. You're going to have to get those from John Jackson or from your attorney. Okay. Uh, well, how how I'm going to do uh, the deal? Like, if I have somebody and uh, I uh, I got him in uh, lease option, how I'm going to do the deal? How I'm going to sign it with another customer? You don't want to do lease options in Texas unless you're going to sign your contracts, Sam. Eh? You need to buy them with owner financing. 
I don't even offer. I don't even bring up the word lease option when I'm talking to a Texas seller. Okay. So basically, uh, here's, the, here's, here's, here, here's my pitch. Mr. Seller, uh, I'd rather buy it with owner financing, and I know you'd rather sell it with owner financing, because in Texas, frankly, it takes less time to get it back if you had to foreclose than it does if you had to evict. Awesome. All right. Either Not, subject to or uh, owner financing. Correct. Or an AITD, all-inclusive trust deed. Trust deed. Awesome. In Texas, we buy with owner financing, we sell with owner financing. You can lease option, but only if you own it. And honestly, I'd probably rather just sell it with owner financing. With owner finance. Yep. But uh, I cannot buy it with uh, with nope. lease option too. You can. You just can't put a sublease. You can't put a tenant buyer in it, collect a non-refundable deposit from them. So, in other words, you can't. Because <laughs> if you can't do that, why buy it? So basically, let's say like if I got uh, the house from the seller as a lease option and I want to give it or assign my contract to somebody else. You can do that. That's okay. what that's how, what John Jackson does. Okay. So how am I going to get I'm telling you, though, fee? sir, I'm telling you, it's just as easy to buy it with owner financing as do a lease purchase. I don't know why you'd want to do a lease purchase. It depends on you know the qualification for the customer. It depends on the customer if he wants to do like uh, just in case if he told me if I have a customer which is I have it right now. I have him. He doesn't want to do uh, owner financing, but he is uh, more than happy to do the uh, lease option. All right. Well, he, he then your only choice is to assign it to a buyer. To assign it to the buyer and That's the fee. It. How how am I going to work with the fee between me and the buyer and the seller? Uh, how are you going to do what again? The fee, like how how I'm going to. That's an assignment fee. You got no choice but to have the buyer pay you an assignment fee, and it cannot go toward the down payment. It's kind of all right. Basically, I'm out of it. Get my assignment fee and Correct. get uh, the seller and the buyer together. Correct. I'll sign my contract. Gotcha. But you don't do that now until you have a contract to buy it or lease it. Absolutely. And do you think I have to do it like in uh, two contracts between me and the no? Nope. Uh, the you bar? can't. You can't do it that way in Texas because you can't lease it to your buyer and collect a non-refundable deposit, even if you assign it back to the seller. Oh, okay. Hmm. So buy it with our oh. financing or assign your lease. That's it. No other choices. Well, assign my lease. Awesome. And uh, when I do assign my lease, do I collect my assignment fee like around 2%, 3% or only uh, fee like 4 or 5%? Not a percent. Not a percent. It's whatever fee you can collect, whatever the buyer is willing to pay you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. cool. All, All right. right. I really okay. appreciate it. All right. Rashawn? Thanks. Okay, our next question is coming from Susan Ortiz. Susan, please go ahead. Where are you from, Susan? Hi, Ron. I'm from Central Florida, and I actually just had a comment from Marianne. Um, I worked at a property management company for five years here, and, of course, I don't know the laws in the state where she has her tenant, the one that you were explaining to her, tenant buyer uh, that she might Mm -hmm. sell it to where you were trying to convince her to call. Mm -hmm. In her contract from her leasing company, she may be required to pay them a fee that she needs to consider as she's doing her numbers, too. Mm-hmm. When we did ours, if they sold the home, 
to any of our tenants, um, you know, while they were leasing them, they had to pay, pay a fee back yeah, to but, the leasing company. Okay, but did you hear the part about where it expires January 31st, too? Yes, but that, but that is a good point. She does need to Yeah, I just wanted to make sure because she seems a little, a really, you know, she needed <laughs> that, that's something she definitely would want to check on that she may not have thought of when she's. Uh, That'd be another one of them seminars, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would. <laughs> Maybe a very expensive one. You know, you shared that one, your realtor story in one of your tapes, you know. So yeah. I just, just thought I'd share that with her. All right. Well, we appreciate okay. that input. All right. Look forward to seeing you soon here in Florida. All right. Good. Okay, Alrighty. guys. That's going to Thank you. That's going to wrap us up for tonight. Everybody have a great Christmas and a great New Year's. And okay. let's get next year started off here with a roar. All right. Yeah. Sounds good. See okay. you in January. Okay. All right. Okay. Bye. Good night. Good night, everybody.